Welcome to the Live Long, Lead Well broadcast. I'm Dr. Mark Jones, and today we're going to talk about the holdup, why Satan works hard to hinder your prayers. Stay tuned for today's broadcast. Yet heard I the voice of his words, and when I heard the voice of his words, then I was in a deep sleep on my face, and my face toward the ground. And behold, a hand touched me, which set me up upon my knees and upon the palms of my hands. And he said unto me, O Daniel, a man greatly beloved, understand the words that I speak unto thee, and stand upright, for unto thee am I now sent. And when he had spoken this unto me, I stood trembling. Then said he unto me, Fear not, Daniel, for from the first day that thou didst set thine heart to understand and to chasten thyself before thy God, thy words were heard, and I am come for thy words. But the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me one and twenty days. But lo, Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me, and I remained there with the kings of Persia. The holdup. Why Satan works hard to hinder your prayers. Welcome once again to the Live Long Lead Well broadcast. I'm Dr. Mark Jones, and today we're going to talk about what the holdup is and why Satan works so diligently to keep the voice of the Lord from coming to pass in your life. Now, first of all, as we get started, I want to highlight five very specific ways in which Satan tries to weave his wheel into your life by hindering your prayers. And we just read one of them, and that is spiritual warfare. You know, I want you to take a look at Daniel 10, chapter 13, uh, Daniel chapter 10, verse 13, when you get an opportunity. But spiritual warfare is one of the ways that Satan works to hinder your prayer. Another one comes from 1 Peter uh, chapter 3, verse 7. Satan uses relational offenses to try to hinder your prayers. Another way that he works is creating indifference. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 25, creating indifference. That is causing you to forsake things that are necessary for your growth, your maturation, and the matriculation of God's will into your life. So he wants to create indifference. He also, here's the fourth thing, he works to create habits that redirect you and or become a diversion from your commitment to prayer. 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 10. You know, it talks about the love of this world. And then the fifth thing is spiritual assignments of fatigue and or slumbering spirits. Hebrews chapter 5, verse 11, Satan wants to get you into a position where you are dull of hearing, where you're not as focused on the development 
of your faith where you're not committed to the spiritual discipline of prayer. Now, there are 10 very specific reasons that I'm going to highlight in today's encouragement for which Satan desires to hinder your prayers. 10 very specific reasons. Number one, he wants to create doubt in your heart. You know, I've often said this, and it's just true, that the enemy's most dreaded reality is when you gain experience with God, especially with God answering your prayers. You know, when you get to a place where you can hear God, follow the leading of his spirit, pray the prayer of faith, see the manifestation, the enemy dreads you gaining experience with God. So he wants to create doubt in your heart. That's why he fights to keep your prayers from being answered. He also wants to use the doubt in order to frame your speech. He wants to get a hold of your mouth. He wants to start governing what comes out of your mouth. That's why Jesus said, take no thought saying, what shall we eat? What shall we drink? What shall we wear? Satan knows that if he gets a hold of your mouth, then he can control much of your life because the tongue is a world of good or of evil. Now, he wants to use your speech as legal grounds to transact his business in this realm. You see how that works together? He wants to create doubt in your heart. He wants to use that doubt to frame your speech. He wants to use those words to create legal grounds in order to enact or to transact his business in this realm. He cannot get his will done without a human being operating in agreement with their words and with their will. Now, he also wants to exasperate those who walk in integrity before God. He wants to wear you out. That is literally one of the clearly defined objectives of the demonic realm in the book of Revelation, wearing out the saints. So you got to make sure that you don't allow yourself to become exasperated in your walk of integrity before the Lord. He also wants to manufacture desperation so that you will make wrong choices. I'm going to say that again because that's critical. Satan wants to manufacture desperation so that you will make wrong choices in life. He wants you to make impulse decisions instead of informed decisions. Here's the next thing. He wants to create anguish and despair in order to frustrate your emotional well-being. You know, the word of the Lord said, I would that you prosper and be in health even as your soul, your emotional condition, even as your soul prospers. So Satan works to create anguish and despair in order to frustrate your emotional well-being. Ultimately, the end game, he wants to steal your peace. Jesus said, my peace give I unto you, not as the world gives you. I give you peace. Satan wants to steal your peace. And you've got to be able to see it and identify it for what it is. Here's the next thing. He wants to discredit and redefine God to you. You see, many people only know what Satan has taught them about God. They don't really know what God has taught them about God. They only know what Satan has taught them about God because they believe narratives that were demonically inspired. The Bible says you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. 
Those who worship God must worship him in spirit and in truth. You know, you need to be aware of the fact that the enemy wants you to lose hope. And whenever you lose hope, shame fills the void. So I want to make sure that you understand the trick. The Bible says we are not ignorant of his devices. You got to understand that the reason he works to hinder your prayers, to hinder the fruition of what you are expecting, is so that you lose hope. Because as he knows, whenever we lose hope, shame fills the void. And then lastly, he wants to create spiritual dullness and a loss of sensitivity to God and to the things of God. You know, we are not ignorant of his devices. I taught a years ago, I taught a series called Rules of Deportment. And one of the things that I taught in that series is this, 50% of every battle is understanding what you're up against, what you're dealing with. The other 50% is learning how to behave once you know. So I hope that these simple instructions today, these simple keys today will help you to recognize why it's important that it's so important that not only that you pray, but you pray through. Pray until breakthrough. Pray all the way through whatever resistance, whatever roadblocks, whatever hindrances. Pray through. Trust God and be undeterred in your commitment to the voice of God. Now listen, I know you know someone right now who is struggling with the reality that it seems as if their prayers have been held up, their expectations have not been realized. I want you to send them this message right now. Click share, send them this message to encourage them. Also, don't forget to click that star, light it up yellow, and make this your favorite podcast. If you need Dr. Mark Jones to be a part of your next event, don't hesitate to give us a call at 813-241-6919, extension 15. And always remember, you can find our messages on YouTube at Manifestations Worldwide. And you can find me on Facebook as simply Mark Jones. Until we get together next time, may you live long and lead well.